Welcome to Apaga University. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. We are two entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. 16 years later and over 100 podcast episodes already under our belts, we invite you to continue on this journey with us as we share stories that resonate, insights that inspire, and practical guidance that empowers you to face any obstacle along this path. Whether you're a professional caregiver, a family member, or are simply curious about what your steps will be when you need them, you have come to the right place. Oh, hey, and while you're here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And after that, make sure you send this to a friend. Yes, do it. All right, we'll quit fooling around and get to it. Let's go. Class is in session. Hello, sunshines, and hello, Julie. How are you today? Ugh, I'm getting settled. How are you? I'm good. I had to just, you know, just take off and see you squirm a little bit. Always. <laughs> are you? You're good? You're good and ready I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm so good. Oh, yes. that's awesome. So today we have a topic that is going to be a little bit deep, but we're going to keep it light and we're going to tell you right off the bat that we are not medical professionals. So it's only information sharing. We just play one on the tube. Play one on the on the tube. Yes. <laughs> the YouTube. <laughs> so, so anyway, we'll be, we're going to be talking about strokes today. Mm. And um, because of that, I was wondering... Have you ever had a time when you were involved in helping with a medical emergency? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, there's two classes in this lifetime that I think everybody should have to take. Mm -hmm. um, one is a class that I took um, because my motorcycle track is always so remote. And, and when you're out, you know, you hope that somebody knows if something happens, sure. how to stabilize somebody. Um, there's a first responder class. And I've taken that. And it's just really good logical, yeah. logical what to do in case of emergency on the road or really anywhere. Um, and then also, I feel like everybody needs to take our PCA class. Honestly. We have a, a, a Ipaga Home Care Accredited Caregiver class. Mm -hmm. And I just think that between those two, there's so much logic that usually you're doing that kind of stuff, but you don't really know why. Mm -hmm. But back to the original question, um, actually, for a couple of years, I worked in the ER, and not as a nurse or any of that, but as a ward clerk, and then as a liaison with the uh, uh, physicians group that I worked with, I've quite often found myself in the middle of the ER doing tasks to help with a, a, any kind of a trauma that came in. Mm -hmm. um, but one day as I was driving home, there was a head-on collision, and there was cars stopped and everything, and I thought, oh gosh, I better stop too. Mm -hmm. Well, nobody knew what to do. And it was shocking to me that all of these adults were standing around. Well, I don't know what to do. What do we do? What do we do? So I just went out there and being my own bossy <laughs> self, I just was like, you keep that, uh, that all of those vehicles going because people were stopping and looking and, and, and they're going to get headed on or, sure. you know, or get rear ended and just keep the traffic going. You get in there. That little girl is hurt. Hold her head. We don't know if she has a spine injury. Mm -hmm. You go help with that other little girl because there's two girls in one vehicle and then the other had some other people in it. But those two little girls, one was just emotionally wrecked. Oof. And and you could tell she was messing with her phone mm. to try to call somebody and she couldn't. Oh my so gosh. it was like, you get in there and hold that girl's head until the medics come. Mm -hmm. You help this little girl make a call because she's probably calling her mom or dad. You keep the traffic going <laughs> and you do this. And, and, and so I was just like, boss cow. <laughs> and, and, but we got things rolling. Yeah. And people didn't mind being boss because they didn't know what to do. But if they had one task 
right. to focus on. Yep. And then all of a sudden, out of the sky comes the alert. Oh. And I was at, at that time, that's when I was working in the ER. Mm-hmm. And um, I, as soon as they showed up, I was like, this and this and this, and I was gone. Right. I knew that the professionals were there. They didn't need me anymore. Right. And I was like, what was that? You know, it was just such a whirlwind that yeah. you, your senses, you just take <clears throat> over. And so anyway, the next day I walk into the ER and there was looking at me and they started clapping oh. and they're like, we heard you were the incident commander at an accident <laughs> last night. And I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know it even had a title. But anyway, um, they had said that when they came to it, everything was running so smoothly that they were able to just jump in. Nice. And I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. But for some reason, people, some people have that ability. Yep. Others can't. We've Th- talked about it with yeah. even with our kids a little bit uh-huh. where, you know, one is going to run to the fire and the other is going to run <laughs> away from the away. fire. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, I, I thought that was just like this really cool thing that they said. But um, that was a, a, something I will never forget was just saying, oh, my gosh, somebody has to take charge. Yeah. And be logical and make sure nobody else gets hurt in the interim. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was my story. Well, it's amazing that you were there and able to do that because I do think that a lot of times in crisis like that, mm-hmm. people really don't know what to do. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, um, Bailey and I had a situation where we were driving into oh, town, yep. kind of out you know, out west of town mm-hmm. and um, we're starting to go up, you know, it's, it's a decently busy road mm-hmm. and over the top of the hill comes this car and it, it was like something from a movie. It came so fast oh. and it jumped off the side of the road, hit a tree, knocked the tree completely down, came down and ran into a house. Oh I mean, if we goodness. had been 60 seconds further in our travels, we, we would have been like head on oh. same situation. You get there, you you kind of assess the situation, you figure out what needs to happen, mm-hmm. get the car shut off. The, the girl, um, it turns out, I believe she had had a seizure or something, mm. and just basically her foot ended up on the accelerator, and she was off to the races. And then, basically, once we got the car shut down so that it wasn't going to go anywhere, um, then we just had to stabilize her and keep her in the vehicle because she was not with it oh, scary. Um, and trying to get out. And, you know, we're close to this busy road. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, we can't let her get out of the vehicle because she's going to take off across the road and then we might have even bigger troubles. Oh my but, word. Yeah. Same thing. Like somebody has to be able to take control of mm-hmm. the situation and have enough confidence to be able to do it. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I had any idea what was going on. <laughs> you you would have because you have a little bit more training that way. But um, but I do have the boss cow ability. So <laughs> I was able to help in that regard. Right, right. I know. I just You just have to get in there and hope that somebody, yep. you know, even when you learn CPR, mm-hmm. um, hopefully you never have to use it. Right. But I'll tell you what, even the training that I had, I hadn't used it for a long time. But when something came down, I just jumped right into that mode. Yep. And so that training does come back just like CPR. Sure. You're just like, oh, wait, okay, what's, yep. the, what's the song that you do while you're doing <laughs> oh, the compressions? Right, right, right. Yes. And, you know, all of that. It, it just comes back to you. So it's, it's a good thing. And then it is good to keep up refreshers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not cool that, that either of us were in those situations, mm-hmm. but really that we were able to help out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that you know, when people get into those situations, they want to be able to help. Yeah. They just don't always know what yeah. to do. So, Well, I, inadvertently, they become a bigger problem. Sure. The, look, the looky-loos mm-hmm. are the problem. Oh, man, that's Do not stop and take pictures. Don't, you know what? Yeah. I have seen that before where on social media, they'll oh. take a picture and, and 
a family member doesn't know that their person's been hurt or anything, and that's the way they find out. Yeah, it's really Ugh. bad. So, bad decision making. So bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, let's go into our verse of the week, and then we can really get into uh, into our topic, and mm-hmm. uh, and then I will share with um, the our listeners why it's so important to me at this <laughs> given time. Um, anyway, so the verse is Thessalonians uh, chapter five, verse eighteen. Mm-hmm. It says, "Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you." who belong to Christ Jesus. Yeah. That is um, a really loaded verse because even through bad times, Mm -hmm. it's part of God's plan. And the topic that we're going to talk about can leave devastating results Mm -hmm. if unresolved or whatever. And some of this you can't control. Right. And so once again, we have to learn that what is God's plan for us? Right. And, and, and so basically uh, through hard times, how can we still be thankful? Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yes. Not everybody still can. have faith and still have hope. And that's what I see mm-hmm. happen. Um, a lot of times when, when times get tough, mm-hmm. um, people, instead of having the tendency to turn towards God, they mm-hmm. have the tendency to turn away. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the time when you need him the most. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Be thankful in all circumstances mm-hmm. for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I try to live that every day mm-hmm. because as a, as a parent, um, and you know, your kids driving across the state from college to home or, or doing an activity that might be a little worrisome, uh, like motorcycle racing. (laughs) Um, but you be thankful Yep. and just let go and let God. Yeah. That's a very, very good one. Mm -mm. Well, listeners, if you have a verse you would like to share with us, we would love to hear from you. You can email those to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com and, um, send, send us your favorites. We would love to be able to share them. Yep. All right. Uplifting stories. Okay. So you know where I'm going with this oh. one because we're just fresh off the Montana Royal I Junior Livestock it. Show. I love it. Yes. And every year, as long as we do the the Montana Royal, we will be doing the Buddy Barrow Show. And I know I talked about this a year ago around <laughs> about this time as my <laughs> uplifting story probably. Um, but yeah, the Buddy Barrow Show. So that's something that we actually we learned about from um, an evaluator who had come to us from Oklahoma several years ago. And this evaluator, Dylan, his dad, Charlie, came with them. And through conversation after our event, we started talking about ways to kind of give back to the community and get um, youth involved in this junior livestock stuff mm-hmm. um, that maybe <laughs> otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to be able to raise a, a project. So we created the Buddy Barrow Show. And what that is, is it gives um, youth with disabilities the opportunity to be paired with a mentor and get to show a pig. Mm. Um, and so basically we just had it, what, two, two weeks ago or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, we had, uh, actually we had nine mentors and, um, they were all from the state of Montana this year oh. and they were all returning mentors. Plus we had a few new ones. Mm. We had eight buddies that were able to come out and they had various disabilities from, um, you know, Down syndrome. We had a, a young lady that was actually in a wheelchair and she had the time of her life. And one of our <laughs> mentors was able to help push her in the shavings um, with a with a second mentor that um, helped with showing the pig. It's mm. just the most amazing program when you can stop and sit back and, and see these kiddos that, again, otherwise probably would not have the opportunity to raise a traditional uh, market project like that. But they get to come out and 
um, just enjoy showing a pig. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible. Um, after the show, our Charlie Enyart and um, Jake Orinder, who both, by the way, came from Oklahoma again this year to help with this, uh, they, they had several people come up to them. And one of them was an older uh, rancher, had always done cows, pretty, pretty hard, um, you know, set in his ways. And it turns out that on the night of the event, he happened to be walking through the barn when this Buddy Barrow show was going on. And he just stopped and, and started to watch it. And literally, he just started bawling. I mean, he was just <laughs> sobbing because he was just like, wow, the opportunity for these kiddos mm. to get out there and get to show an animal. Um, it was just something that he actually even said that he had been in the building the year before when we did the Buddy Barrow show, didn't really think much about it or think that it, you know, really would you know, be of importance to him. So this year when he was walking through and actually stopped and took the time, like these kiddos that get to show pigs, they have the time of their lives. Oh, like it is, it is next so level stuff. Sweet. Yeah. It, it's so, so, so cool. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to link the video. Um, mm -hmm. Sunrise of course does a, a beautiful video for us and to get to see the smiles on these kids' face. And honestly, I don't know who has more fun. I don't know if it's the buddies <laughs> or if it's the mentors, but I can tell you that um, everyone involved in it and everyone that I'm going to cry thinking about it, everyone that gets to be a part of it or witness it is like forever changed. Oh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Those kids that were mentors for the mm -hmm. first one last year yes. begged to be mentors yes. again. And what it does is it gives this awareness yes to people to yes. say you know you be thankful for what you have but how can we give joy to these others yes. and uh the joy oh the emotions in that yeah. barn were unbelievable yes. it was it's so so awesome. fun because the kids the buddies get to they go with their mentor and they meet the pig and they get to name the pig and then they just get to come <laughs> out and i mean it's just the best everybody gets a buckle Ugh. um a custom buckle for the year and those mm. are, are sponsored by the enyart family and Ugh, 6e cattle pretty special and, people yeah i mean everybody just comes together and and honestly it is I'm not going to lie. It's my favorite part of the Montana Royal. <laughs> and I want to be able to continue doing that. And, you know, last year and then again this year, people reach out and say, hey, how did you get started with this? Mm. It's something that we're interested in doing. And we want to be able to provide this opportunity to kids. Um, yeah. So it is, it's, it, it has my heart forever. And then poor Jake. <laughs> Poor Jake, our Oklahoma. Yeah, he. Uh, then you put him to work for the rest of the weekend after that. He worked his butt oh off. Oh my gosh, he really did. And he worked I, so hard. When I asked him if he would come back and help with the Buddy Barrow show again, then I said, how would you feel about being our ring help? It's, I mean, the pay is terrible, but, and he's like, you know what? I wouldn't miss it. So yeah. just good, just good a good people, guy. Good people, good people. They're sure. amazing. What an incredible program. Yes. So if you are listening to this and not watching and you have the opportunity to go watch, please do so because there is a video that will kind of capture all of this for mm. you and you will have a new understanding of the level that I'm at with how much I love this program. Yeah, so that Facebook page is what? Um, so we've got our Montana Royal Facebook page and then we also have our... Um, our website, which is montanaroyal.net. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on all of our personal Facebooks too, just yeah. because <laughs> everybody shared, I don't know how many shares. You could go and actually, we'll put it on the um, Karen Share group as well, yep. just oh, because it'll be fun. And if, absolutely. if people are on there, they'll be able to see it. Awesome. So, yeah. Check awesome. it out. Awesome. That's great. That's the good news story of the day. I love it. All right. So are we moving into the topic? Yeah, we sure are. Sure are. 
so near and dear to my heart recently, Mm -hmm. um, we had an event with my grandma Fisher Mm -hmm. and, um, what, what originally we thought was a stroke turned out to be just a TIA caused by AFib, Mm -hmm. but it really got me thinking about, um, strokes and how much information, I mean, how important it is for people to have information, um, on, you know, what strokes are, what the symptoms look like, things that you need to do if you start to see that things aren't right. And so I'll just kind of walk you through the story. So my grandma, every Sunday, she talks to her sister on the phone. And um, basically last Sunday, she or two Sundays ago, she was on the phone with her sister and really just started to kind of struggle for her words. And mm-hmm. so um, so basically the conversation ended, um, you know, sooner than normal. And I do believe that grandma went to bed at that point in time. And so the next morning when my mom got up there, same thing. She was just having a little bit of a struggle with her words. She was just not as oriented as normal. And um, so mom was monitoring and watching. I mean, it wasn't terribly, terribly off, but it was also off enough that things weren't quite right. Mm. Well, we were just off the Montana Royal. Sammy had been here um, to help us with that. And Sammy actually, she's going to school right now to be a medical assistant, works in a clinic, has her CNA. And so I thought, you know what? Um, the grandmas aren't going to be able to come see Sam. So I think Sam and Bailey should go see the grandmas. Mm. Well, thank goodness we did that because when Sammy got up there and was able to evaluate grandma Fisher, she called me and said, mom, it's things aren't right. I think grandma needs to be seen. So we made the decision to call 911 and have her transported. She was hospitalized for a couple days and it was really, really frightening at first because mm. um, I ended up seeing the first night with her. And when I got there, I mean, really, she was just at a struggle to find her words. She, it was like she knew what she was trying to say, but really just couldn't gather it up. Mm. She wasn't able to to tell the nurses who I was, that I was her granddaughter or my name. And when you see your grandparent in that state, and they've always been um, the strongest, most with it and together person in the world, it's a little bit overwhelming. So oh, not that I'm making it about me, but it was, it really was, um, it, it was just, it was hard to see Mm. and, you know, think that grandma wasn't going to potentially recover from that. Well, the good news is, turns out she had AFib and it caused this ruckus in her system, Mm. um, which was, she ended up with a TIA, which we'll get into a little bit in here in a little bit and explain what that actually is. Um, Within about, you know, probably 36 to 48 hours, uh, things had turned around for her and she was able to actually gather everything up. And now it's almost like, I mean, she's fatigued, but, um, and, you know, struggling a little bit with writing, but for the most part, she has her words back. She's wow. just back to normal. Um, but I thought after having that scenario, I thought, you know what, we should really talk about this and just some of the things, signs, symptoms, different types of strokes, um, just so that people have an awareness. And right. again, like we always say, we are not medical professionals. So mm-hmm. this is just, uh, research that we've done, information that we've taken from the from the internet for the most part, mm-hmm. and then personal experience. So basically, know that that is our disclaimer. We are not medical professionals. We really are just trying to get some information out there for you so that you can understand what strokes even are, and um, if you start to see signs or symptoms, things that you can do and things that you shouldn't do mm. um, in those scenarios. Yeah, I'll tell you, we deal a lot with stroke Mm -hmm. in home care. And we see everything from how lucky your grandma was to somebody that now can't take care of themselves at all. Mm -hmm. So there's such a huge extreme Mm -hmm. in that. And so basically, you just have to call sooner than later. Mm -hmm. If you think something's not right, 
Right. You have got to get on it because yes. the longer you go yes. without professional care, a lot of it can't be reversed. Yes, that's, that is a very, very important thing to um, point to make is that time is of the essence. If yeah. you think that there, that a stroke is happening, because like you're saying, um, sometimes it can be reversed and there is no long-term damage, but the longer things go on, and mm. especially depending on what type of a stroke it is, um, sometimes there is no recovering from mm -hmm. it. There are just long-term life altering yeah. lasting yeah. consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time, um, when I was talking to my dad, I knew that mom had gone to my sister's, so mm -hmm. she was leaving him for a, a day and I called him that morning and I was talking to him and I was like, Hey, how's it going? And I was just blah, 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 blah. Like I usually do just talking a hundred miles an hour. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, something isn't right. Mm -hmm. And so I just stopped and I go, dad, dad, are you okay? And he was very slow to respond. It was almost like I could just envision he was thinking about the words and they were slowly, slowly coming out. So I can appreciate what you felt watching your grandma. Yes. But I was on the phone with him and, and, you know, about 70 miles away. And I was like, and I started asking him questions. Mm -hmm. Have you been up today? No, I'm still in bed. And it was late. And yeah. he's not the guy that would stay in bed late. Sure. And I was just like, oh, and mom's not there. What are we going to do? Thankfully, what we were able to do is I, I got a hold of Aunt Carol, who's a nurse, yes. and she was able to bomb over to mom and dad's and turned out that it was just a very low sugar situation. Oh, yeah. yep, yep. So she was able to get him breakfast, get him going, and then he piped right back up. Right. But, you know, was it a, a God thing that I called him at yeah. that time? Oh, absolutely. To say, but that is also similar because the first thing I was like, oh my God, he's having a stroke. Right. Oh my word, we've yeah. got a big problem. I'm going to start heading down there now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but um, Carol was able to get there, able to assure everybody that it was okay. Right. She had gotten on top of it. But I first thing out of my mind was I wouldn't wouldn't have thought about the the the, low, the blood sugar right. thing. I immediately thought, thought about stroke. stroke. Yeah, yeah. I think it probably was a God thing because yeah. low low blood sugar can be catastrophic. Yeah, how as much well. longer? Yeah. Would anybody have just checked on him? Yeah. So, well, maybe we should talk a little bit about um, like what a stroke is. Yeah. So a stroke occurs when the blood vessels that supply the brain either burst or become blocked, mm -hmm. depriving the brain of the oxygen it needs to function properly. Without oxygen, the brain becomes damaged and can even die. Witnessing someone having a stroke can be frightening, but it's important that everyone knows what to do in case of a stroke. Um, so the article that we're we're working from right now, it's going to discuss things that you should know about strokes, including warning signs, what to do and what not to do. Right. And so basically, um, some of the stroke symptoms can be numbness and weakness of the face, arms or legs, especially on one side of the body. Um, also confusing speech or trouble speaking, difficulty seeing in one or both eyes, difficulty walking, loss of balance or coordination issues, and also extreme headaches with um, an unknown cause. Hmm. Yeah. So they, there are different types of strokes, and I think this is important as well. Um, strokes that are caused by blood clots, those are called ischemic strokes, and those, are due, and those that are due to brain bleeds are called hemorrhagic strokes. Mm -hmm. So an ischemic stroke, essentially, um, this occurs when a vessel supplying blood to the brain is obstructed, and it accounts for about 87% of all strokes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, fatty deposits lining the vessel walls, um, they are the main cause for the ischemic stroke, and those fatty deposits can cause two types of obstructions, either like a cerebral thrombosis 
or a cerebral embolism, and that's a blood clot that forms um, at another location in the circulatory system, usually the heart or the large arteries of the um, upper chest and neck. Part of the blood clot breaks loose. It enters into the bloodstream and travels through the um, brain's blood vessels until it reaches the vessels too small to let it pass through. Mm. And a main cause of these embolism can be due to irregular heartbeat called atrial fibrillation. (laughs) I didn't. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and it can cause clots that form in the heart, dislodge and travel to the brain. Oh. So grandma actually had AFib mm-hmm. um, and that is what caused, but she ended up only with a TIA. So she, they were thinking it might've been an ischemic stroke, but then they went in and they did, um, they did like ultrasounds of her arteries here. They did an MRI and then they also did um, an EEG. EEG. Yeah. Possibly. Sounds right. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. But anyway, they did a bunch of tests yeah. to determine whether what type of a stroke it was. And it turns out that it was just a TIA, which I'll get to here shortly. Gosh. Um, the hemorrhagic stroke, these are bleeds. And they make up about 13% of stroke cases. They're caused by a weakened vessel that ruptures and bleeds into the surrounding brain. Mm -hmm. So the blood um, accumulates and compresses the surrounding brain tissue. And the two types of hemorrhagic strokes are an intracerebral that is within the brain hemorrhage or um, a subarachnoid hemorrhage, basically. Mm -hmm. And I do apologize that my pronunciation is not great. I think I did mention that I'm not a medical professional, so (laughs) I'm trying my best. (laughs) Um, But anyway, these, the, this hemorrhagic stroke can occur or occurs when a weakened blood vessel ruptures. And then, um, basically then what happens from that is there are two different types of strokes that they, that you can have. And that would be like an aneurysm Mm. or an arterovenous malformation. Wow. Yeah. So lots of stuff going on in the brain. Oh, yeah. Which the brain is just crazy. It is wild to me how magnificent it really (laughs) is. You know, just in grandma's case, so you go from one night where she's just struggling to even say words other than just because or well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, within 36, 48 hours, it's like all of the folders in her brain, like recalculated. and, And then she's, they were unlocked, I guess. And she was able to start using information again it's just wild wow did they um have her on oxygen um they did not really yeah okay because i always i always think that one of the biggest things that the brain needs is oxygen Oxygen to the brain yeah Yeah, but she must have been able to breathe and keep that going without i just didn't know if a good healthy shot of o2 (laughs) it seems like it would always help but Yeah. yeah they just had like every four hours they would come in and do um, tests with her to just make sure that she was not any worse than when she first got to the ER. Mm. And then they did immediately put her on blood thinners. Oh, wow. Um, and then she will be taking a, another, um, like heart medication. So she'll be on thinners the rest of her life. She will. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Wow. So basically, um, if you suspect that someone is having a stroke, you call 911 as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And there is a real easy thing to remember when you're thinking about it and it's called fast f-a-s-t warning signs yep and those would be uh so f is the face drooping does one side of the face droop or is it numb ask the person to smile and you like if the smile is uneven that is definitely a warning sign Mm. Um, a would be arm weakness is one arm weak or numb ask the person to raise both arms and does one arm drift downward so you want to be i mean they should be equal to each other right. and if one of them is having some issues that's that's a sign um also speech difficulty is the speech slurred and then also 
NFT, basically, if you get through all of these things and the, you know, you're, it appears as though it is a stroke, it is time to call 911. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A lot of these, though, also could indicate a heart attack. So this that's why you don't mess with this stuff. You don't. You start to have any of that kind of yep. stuff and you just have to go. Get there, get there, get there. Yep. I, I, when I worked in the ER years ago, I, I think I remember that there is a medicine that if you get it to them within a very short window mm-hmm. of the um, the symptoms starting, it, it can reverse. Yep. But it's, it's I don't remember, it was it, just a few hours. Yeah, it, you, there's not a lot of And time a, a lot of around. us are really bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm fine. Yeah. Let's just watch this, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I do remember after I had Callie, I actually um, walked into the ER one day um, with my baby to show them the new child. Mm-hmm. And um, they kind of looked at me funny and I had no idea. And they're like, are you okay? And I said, yeah, well, I think I'm, I think I might be getting a cold because my eyes sure watering. Well, between the time that I had left my house to go to the ER to show off my new bundle of joy, <laughs> I actually got Bell's palsy. And what that did was that all of the drooping of the face. So it wasn't a stroke. Right. But that was, and it was right when that movie by Jim Carrey was coming out called Me, Myself, and I. Oh. And if you went like this or you went like this, you wouldn't know there was a problem. But if you looked at my face together, one was down. Wow. And one, and when I'd smile, only the one side would respond. That's wild. And, and thankfully, I went to the ER. Yeah, good thing you worked at the, yeah. the ER. <laughs> and they got me right over to the uh, to the specialist that got me on medicine. And very soon thereafter, wow. um, it reversed itself. And Because and, I didn't need any more character in this lovely <laughs> face. But anyway, that when you think about face drooping, yeah. once again, it, there's so many things that can be going on. Don't mess with it. Do Get not. Get your butt into the professionals. Yes. I wanted to quickly go back and actually say what a TIA is. This yep. is a transient ischemic attack. Yep. Um, some call it a mini stroke, but it, it can be a major warning. So mm-hmm. you don't want to mess around with it. You yeah. want to call 911. And a TIA is a temporary blockage of blood fo- flow to the brain. Since it doesn't cause permanent damage, it's often ignored. Um, but this is <laughs> a very big mistake because oftentimes T- TIAs might signal a full-blown stroke ahead. Uh-huh. So don't mess around with it. And again, I think we said these, but I'm going to say them again. So other stroke symptoms, if you have this like sudden onset of numbness, confusion, trouble seeing, trouble walking, severe headache, um, do not mess around. Yeah. It might be Bell's palsy. <laughs> it might be a stroke. Like my husband called it hell's bells. <laughs> um, but also though, with those TIAs, um, that's an interesting little thing because there's not a lot they can do about a TIA. Right. So quite often when we're doing home care, they'll say, oh, and she might, you know, have a TIA, mm-hmm. but they're, these are, can become reoccurring yes. and they're just little symptoms right. that they're like, if we take her to the doctor, they're not going to be able to do anything. So right. just let us know that that happened. Right. But when it first happens, you don't know. So right. you've got to not just assume anything in the world. And then once again, you determine where you're at with your life and with your world, and then make sure that people around you know what your expectations are. Right. Because there's a lot of people that aren't so worried about the TIAs because right. it's a reoccurring thing to them. Right. Um, and so it's, it's, I know, I know. It's a balancing yep. thing here. I know that grandma got sent home with um, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. Oh, good. And I never really truly understood speech therapy, but when I was in the hospital with her, uh, it's interesting, really. They come in and they go through, I mean, they're just all of these exercises mm-hmm. and triggers. 
and um, things that you want to do to help, you know, get, again, those folders in the brain unlocked so mm-hmm. that the words can come back. Oh my goodness. So it's pretty cool. And they've been very happy. My mom has been super happy with all, all of the staff that have been coming to the house now to help with these things. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So and grandma's doing much better. She's doing so much better. Ugh, what a blessing. So much better. Yeah. She's tough, man. Mm. <laughs> she is tough. Oh. All right. So basically we talked a lot about the symptoms. Um, there are some causes and things that can, you know, I guess pre- dispose you maybe. Mm -hmm. And maybe we should talk about those a little bit. So let's see on the ischemic stroke. Again, that's the obstruction to the blood flow. And it's usually due to a thrombosis or an embolism within the blood vessel, the hemorrhagic. This is the type of stroke that follows um, bleeding in the brain and some of the risk factors. um, Again, it's, these are risk factors for lots and lots of things in life. So Um, being overweight, having a sedentary life, binge drinking, diabetes, smoking, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, family history of stroke, uh, cardiovascular diseases, and honestly, just age. Really, anybody 55 or older are just at higher risk. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, honestly, it is telling me that men are at higher risk of stroke than women. Interesting. Yep. Mm. So prevention... Talk to me about prevention, Julie. So basically, uh, many of the stroke prevention strategies are the same as strategies to prevent heart disease. And like we're saying, so many of these diseases can be intermarried, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, in general, some preventative tips for stroke patients are as followed, which is diet and healthy eating. Every time. <sighs> Here we go again. <laughs> Broccoli. Uh, <laughs> Asparagus. Broccoli. It's going to be the death of me. Uh, decreasing the amount of cholesterol and saturated fat in your diet, controlling diabetes, monitoring your blood pressure, um, because that's what's working on the walls of your arteries, mm-hmm. and um, also avoiding illicit drugs. Oh, I didn't know that one. Um, exercise. <laughs> that's just generally good advice. <laughs> Yes, you are just not wrong. Um, Exercising, but, you know, consult with your doctor to know how much you should be exercising for whatever you've got going on. And then quit smoking and uh, quit drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. So that's just basic good, good, healthy living tips. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Some of the complications that can go along with um, strokes, paralysis, loss of muscle movement. Um, Patients may become paralyzed on one side of the body or lose control of certain muscles, such as those on one side of the face or like one arm. Um, There can be difficulty in talking and swallowing. I forgot to mention that, that they did do a swallow test on grandma because a lot of times with strokes, um, because of the way that the brain works and the things that are intertwined, Mm -hmm. especially if you're having trouble with speech, you, you can have trouble with swallowing as well. Thankfully she passed with flying colors. So she got to stay on her regular diet the whole time. And might I say that, um, the food at North Valley hospital was phenomenal. They did a great job. Wow. You don't hear that every day. Wow. That's (laughs) a a compliment. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, memory loss or thinking difficulties. Uh, it can affect thinking, making judgments, reasoning, and understanding concepts. Um, it can also actually cause some emotional challenges or problems. A lot of times stroke survivors may develop depression and it it may, it makes sense to me how that would happen. Um, there can be changes in behavior, self and self-care ability stroke for survivors may become more withdrawn or less social, and they can also become more impulsive. Um, they might also need help, more help with grooming and daily chores. And that's where we come in. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Um, One of the things is um, quite often is you hear that somebody might have a dementia because they had a stroke Mm -hmm. and it is a vascular dementia. Mm -hmm. And that is because that blood flow 
during that episode yep. then cause problems down the road that way. So that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you do end up, um, you know, being seen by a medical professional, the, a lot of, like the common tests and procedures that they're going to do, they're going to do a physical examination of you, um, check your symptoms, medical history, blood pressure, blood vessels at the back and also the back of the eyes. Uh, they're probably going to do blood tests, probably do CTs, ultrasounds, um, MRIs, cerebral angiograms, and echocardiogram. That's oh, what it was. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's what they did. So anyway, lots of tests. You'll be run through a battery of tests just to see the cause and probably the extent. Right. Um, if they can find it. But did you actually know there is a type of stroke that's called, let me look it up here, um, cryptogenic. Mm. And basically that is a stroke of an unknown cause. Oh. Yep. So essentially... They know you had a stroke, but they don't know what caused it. Oh, my goodness. Those are the worst ones. They, yeah. Let's find the problem <laughs> and fix it. Yep. Oh, goodness. A treatment, just like with grandma, um, mm-hmm. medication, they're doing, they say clot um, dis- uh, dissolvers. Mm-hmm. And so that would be that blood thinner, thinner right? Uh, anticoagulants. <laughs> anticoagulants. <laughs> Big words today. Yes. Yeah. And then procedures. And they can do different kinds of clippings, embolisms, um, uh, angioplasties. They, sure. There's lots of things that they can do to, to try to make sure it doesn't happen again. Sure. Yep, just depending on what what co- was the cause and how we're trying to stop it in the future. Yeah. And then therapies, of course, like I was talking about, physical therapy, occupational speech. Mm-hmm. Um, nutrition, it always comes back to that at times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, part of your treatment. So good foods to eat would be fruits, fruits and vegetables, whole grain breads and cereals, um, lean proteins, low fat meats or other proteins, limiting your salt. That sounds terrible, but <laughs> um, it has to be done. Yeah. And then foods to avoid would be your like heavy or high cholesterol foods and um, foods that are rich in salt and sugar and alcohol. Right. Right. So after a stroke, so it just depends on the degree of what happened to mm-hmm. you. Yep. Um, quite often, we'll have somebody as lucky as grandma mm-hmm. to be able to go home and just do some minor tweaks like different medications, a little bit of therapy, and she's back to her baseline. Mm-hmm. Some people start having some kind of a sided weakness, so they're not going to be able to maybe brush their hair mm-hmm. or when they take a shower, they're not able to reach spots to dry, to so- shampoo, all of that. Um, fatigue is a big deal. So basically you're going to want to do some uh, very um, basic modeling, remodeling of the house if you haven't already mm-hmm. to help with whatever the case is. Yeah. Worst case scenario, a stroke can be absolutely debilitating. Mm-hmm. And then, then you need help with every activity of sure. daily living. And we've dealt with every degree of sure. that. Yep. And so it's, it's tough. Um, the one thing I'd like to do um, basically to wrap up this is to go through that FAST again. Yes. I think it's so important for people just to have that in their head, that acronym. Mm-hmm. So F is what? Face. Face drooping. Does one side of the face droop or is it numb? Ask the person to smile. It's, I mean, as simple as that. Look at Inga's beautiful smile. She's <laughs> not drooping anywhere. Um, the A is... Arm weakness. Is one arm weak or numb? Not on a normal day because I'm, <laughs> I got the arms of a noodle, you know. Yeah, noodle arms. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> can they raise both their arms just like you did? Yep. Or does one drift downward? And then there's S. Speech. Okay. And um, I think I'm okay. 
yeah. no difficulties. Well, oh, no, you have lots of speech. Except for pronouncing the big words. The big That's words. a little tough, but. <laughs> so speech difficulty, right? And then T. Time to call 911. Right, right. F-A-S-T. Yep. Very important, very simple. Yep. But it could really do a, a, a lot of can save saving, lives, really. saving of your lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's all we know about strokes. And again, we're not medical professionals. So just, uh, you know, do your own research, but implement fast if you are in a situation where you think something might be going awry. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And I actually wanted to end our grandma um, sayings. I had actually been sent this. It's called nine pieces of life advice from your grandma that you should actually listen to. (laughs) So I'm just going to go through them. Being single is a gift. (laughs) Don't play the lottery if you don't expect to win. (laughs) The moment you stop, things start to go downhill. Don't let them suck you dry just because you're sweet. Oh. Be smart, be kind, be happy. Shoulders back, chin up, and this too shall pass. Shoulders back, chin, chin up. up. Good job. Thank you. And this too shall pass. Oh, what? My good <laughs> posture? <laughs> no, and that is awesome. Yeah, those are pretty short and uh, sweet, but I thought every one of them was pretty relevant. Well, honestly, just like eating well and exercising and with those tips, I mean, we just <laughs> solved all of the problems of the world. I think so. I think so. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Listeners, if you haven't yet, please go and subscribe. You can do that on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube, um, Spotify, and go to our Facebook, join the Karen Share group. Mm-hmm. And I think... Yeah, send us, send us stories, send us uplifting stories yep. or um, grandma sayings or verses. We want all of them. We want them all. Yes. And you can send those to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com. Love it. I guess that's it. So peace out, Girl Scouts. Oh my goodness. Have a great day. The caregiven name is a registered trademark of the Veritrust Health Incorporated Company. Epaga is not connected to, affiliated with, or endorsed by Veritrust or any of its affiliates. 